What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the podcast. And uh, I kind of want to pick up, you know, the content a little bit. And there's some crazy times going on, so um, I figure I'd give a little bit more from my perspective and how it is affecting my inner circle as far as, like, who I know or, like, you know, just my life, you know. Um, but, uh, man, um, I've had two – that's been, what, about two weeks now, a little over two weeks since George, George Floyd's passing away. Um, and we've gotten to see um, the world's reaction to that. And I'm going to be honest, it's it's a, it's a surprise me um, to see. And there's a – it scares me a little bit uh, because I, I, I fear that, you know – I always feel there's there's an agenda going on behind the scenes sometimes, but at the same time, um, it's good to see, man. It's uh, it, um, mainly you know it's um, it's it's good to see because it's a lot of white people that's actually you know opening their eyes and and checking other white I, like that's literally that literally happened to me this week is uh, a person was on my you know, one of my Facebooks, and um, I posted the book, um, The New Jim Crow, and he is a guy I know from high school, and he, he gets on, white guy gets on, and, and goes on this tangent, this Facebook tangent, about how there's no such thing as systematic racism, um, and there's, it's, this is liberal propaganda, and, um, shit like that you know what I'm saying like I don't understand where this whole idea that you know black people getting killed by the police is, is just a a liberal agenda cause that shit's been going on since for a long time you know what I'm saying like before there were even liberals or conservatives or none of that bullshit that y'all play up now like there was no such thing as that back in fucking 1700 1800s there wasn't no such thing as that then, bruh. But guess what? Niggas was still getting killed and, 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 and eventually led into slavery and eventually led into Jim Crow and eventually led into, like, you know what I mean? So I don't know why this whole thing of... Uh, that's why I don't like... Um, I don't like that, that, that argument. Like, um, And it's, it sucks because I do believe that the, the media plays up things and they benefit off of it. And I said that last time, but I also feel like this is a his, this is history. I mean, don't take away from the fact that this actually occurred for a long time. You know what I mean? It's ingrained in this country to have those feelings. Black people were not introduced to this country as free men. We were introduced to this country as slave as slaves. A majority of us. Uh, and direct bloodline, you know, half bloodline, you got a little bit mixed in. The fact that remains is if you are within the black race, if you got a one drop of you that's black, you were treated a certain way. You couldn't go to where it's whites only because they knew you were colored. So you can't go there. It don't matter if you're dark. It don't matter if you like mixed. And the thing was, like, it wasn't no mixed shit. Mixed shit was happening in slavery because of rape. It wasn't happening because of willingness. You know what I mean? It wasn't happening because of that. Or the white woman was want to sneak in and, and get them a little a black dude. Or the black woman were getting raped. 
it wasn't no willing sex that created mixed people. And that's to even talk about that is insane, but that's the facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, these things are, are ingrained in the history of this country. So to, to play it up, like it's some kind of media propaganda, yo, cut that shit. But the, the, I say all that to say he got on there with that shit. And I ain't even really have to say much. This man, this man brought up, you know, he feel like he know me personally because we went to school. So he, he brought up, I went to a private school and, and my dad was a police. So how, what am I talking about? Like by saying that there's a systematic, uh, racism. I'm like, bro, you don't think as a black man or a black kid at a private school and his dad's a cop, we didn't experience racism. You must be out your motherfucking mind, bro. Matter of fact, Shit, when you're the only black person in a white school, you get all kind of subliminal racism. Like, it's not even funny, bro. They expect you to play sports when you get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be going there smart as fuck. But most black people at private school, I can't tell you how many times I got asked that at Macaulay. Are you, what sport you play? I don't play a motherfucking sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here because I make good grades, not because I play sports. You know what I mean? Like, but they don't, that doesn't comprehend to them. And, or if you act a certain way, like you're not really black. I used to, once I get in high school, like I, I posted that too. Like once I got in high school and people started saying that to me toward the end of high school or college, like I was like, bro, what does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even black. So I'm not from the hood. I'm not, I ain't got grills in my mouth. I ain't talking a certain way. I ain't sagging. So I'm not black enough or I'm not like, I, I'm, I don't act that kind of way. So I'm not black. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? What what We are meant to look and act a certain way to be considered a certain thing because when I get pulled over, they don't give a fuck how I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? Or when, when I walk in the store, I can be clean cut. They don't care. It's people that still don't care about that. So what are you talking about? It don't matter what the fuck I look like. I'm still black. That's what I'm saying. So you get all this, like, little bitty... You get all this little plus how you got there more than likely what you had to like your parents busting their ass. They were working at the school. My dad worked mad overtime jobs. Please, please. So he was out late, bro, doing messing with these months. I'm so happy he off the force now because I wouldn't want him out messing at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, bro. Especially right now. Niggas not fucking with cops, bro. So you uh, it's just not that I, I'm not with that. You know what I mean? And I had to grow into that. But to bring up. I went to a private school and my dad was a cop. That makes me like know what I'm talking about compared to you as a white kid that is at a private school with me. You know what I'm saying? That barely talks to me. Don't have to worry about none of the shit I have to worry about. Don't have to worry about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't impair you. I don't have to act a certain way in, in, in class. Or I don't have to act a certain way in school to make myself feel like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I have to make myself feel like I fit a certain kind of mold some way. You don't have to worry about that. Everybody in this school look like you. You ain't got no expectations on you. You ain't got to, like, they tell people, black people got to work 10 times harder. That's a fact, bro. I have to get good grades here. You can get B's and C's and D's in the fucking private school because your parents paying for it and they not going to kick you out. A black dude that's getting C's and D's, they better be playing sports because they not keeping you in no private school because you probably can't pay for it, and they you hold no more value to them anymore. If you can't make a B, if you can't make A's and B's at Macaulay, or you can't make A's and B's at Baylor or these high-end private schools, bro, it's a wrap on you, bro, but you can make B's. I've seen plenty of white dudes make B's and C's in these schools, and they just fucking stay. They don't get kicked out. They, you know, they still hold value to the school in some way. 
because their parents paying for it or they, you know what I mean? Whatever reason, like I've seen it happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's ridiculous and to even bring that up and make it seem like, like that, that whole concept is crazy to me to even think about like, bro, I don't know what I'm talking about compared to you. What are you talking about, bro? But I didn't even have to hop on this guy. That's a crazy thing. It, it was like, I loved it, man. I love seeing, I love seeing this. I love seeing white people stepping up, man. And I hope it can, t- I hope it's not fake and I hope it continues longer than what it's going. Cause right now it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good thing to see. I'm happy to see it. You know, uh, it's about time maybe it took the time of um just us being able to grow up with each other at 30 and 40 years old and and 20 years old like we grew y'all we are the first generation to really grow up integrated i was talking about about that with my grandma and we were talking about what the differences were when she when she was coming up in school and the protest was going on and now that i now that i'm seeing protests and i was saying like that we're the first one to really grow up with different races, like, you know, whether it be in sports, whether it be in uh, uh, school, like, there was more of that in our generation, a lot more of that, and not just why you see more interracial kids uh, happening in our generation than early, you know, back then, they didn't really have that, or they didn't have that at all, it's against the law, you know what I'm saying, they couldn't even, segregation was, it was it, that was the law of the land, so, uh, you couldn't go to no school, you wouldn't, and and that killed black businesses and that killed black entrepreneurship and 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 i mean the black dollar and then being able to create and and feed ourselves without having to work for these corporations and having to bust ass for these companies and shit we have our own shit and that killed that but it also created this you know what i'm saying so now you're seeing a lot of white people that are willing to listen because they went to school with him or they are they they know them where that could have been them they have a real relationship with that black person and it's and I don't you know it's been a long time. I'm glad that it's happening now. I just keep it up, man. Like, be actually have real talks. I, man, listen, that comment section was beautiful, bro. They they hit this man with some. They hit this man with some more facts. Then he was trying to pull up numbers. They hit him up with numbers. Like, no, it was a. I didn't have to. I just sat back and laughed and watched. And I was like, yo, I wouldn't even share. I shared this to for for you to read because you're the you're the one that needs to read this book. You know what I'm saying? New Jim Crow, you need to read that. You know what I'm saying? Because you looking at it as a one-way view, where this is showing you, like, it's not like that. There's plenty of history, historical moments that show that it, systematic racism is 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 a real thing, bro. It shows up in everywhere. So if you're willing to look away and act like that's not, not there, then you, are, you should be called out. You should be slapped. You should be punched. You should be all of that because you fucking or wanting to be stubborn and you, and you racist. There's no way you can look outside of that and be like, hey, you you, you racist. Because you believe in a system that does that. It's not even the fact that, you know, it's a white-black thing. Yes, it is. If you don't like black people for these things, but when we are saying racist now, because <clears throat> that's what... I, I, I was going to talk about this on another podcast, and I will, about, you know, the idea of black people not being able to be racist versus white people not being able to be racist because... That's a complicated talk, and I'll do that later. But I say all that because when we talk about racism now, it's a system thing. We're showing you evidence. This is happening to black people in various ways that are unfair, that are unjust. It's clear as day. We're showing you. It doesn't, like, on video. It's on video now. 
So if you are willing to look past that and say, no, that's, that doesn't exist in my America. My America is for every common man. You're racist, bro. You believe in a system that holds other races down in different various ways of oppression while a certain race benefits otherwise. There are certain, like, one minor thing that everybody talks about, one minor thing is, like, a black person's name. Like, we have to consider name. I talked to a, a black woman that I work with, and she literally said one of the reasons why she named her son the way it was is because she didn't want to, people when he signed his name she didn't want people knowing that he was black because people will look at your name assume you're black and pass you off for a job and that is a fact you that is a that's within the system you know what i'm saying same thing with uh, arabic name or uh, arabic names like if it's a, if they see a name and a certain field that they feel like is gonna that's where they are good at then they're gonna look at it if not then they pass it off you know what i'm saying or if they can't read it or pronounce it but if it's a black name, say it's like Demetrius or fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like names that people consider black names, which is silly to me. Black names, like we didn't get a chance to, African-Americans didn't get a chance to create names um, for our heritage as other black or other cultures and other heritage have. Because when we were brought here, we were given names based off of our slave owners. So we didn't get a chance to create an identity enough to to make names so now that the names that we're coming up with are more african-american than anything because they're coming uh, uh, from new ideas yes there are some of them that are fucking ridiculous and a little too much or a lot of too much you know what i'm saying there are some names that are ridiculous don't stop naming y'all kids some of this silly shit but at the same time like you know it comes from a place of we weren't able to all the English, French, Italian, they all have names because their cultures were built enough to create names that are that that are culturally relevant to them specifically. Whereas we have our names and that's a that's a that's a turn down for us. So if we look a certain way, say we got dreads, they want to tell us how to do our hair. There's not a there's not a black owned company that tells a white person what to do with their hair. And we don't even have enough. All these corporations are owned by white people. So for you to say your hair needs to look a certain way, you're not black. So you don't understand the black hair. So that's a racist, that's a systematic racist thing. These are things that are, are pointing out to you. So if you're willing to be blind to that, you're racist. That's the definition of that, right? So that's my piece. I'm, I, I left everything for I need to say on my podcast. because I saw the comments. I loved it, man. I, I love it. I love seeing the Confederate flag getting. You know how big the Confederate flag getting taken out of NASCAR is, and the fact that the only black race car driver was the one that called it out. He said, "Listen, we need to do away with this shit. Throw it out," and they did it the next day, bro. How? What can you say about NASCAR? That's more. To, that means more to me than what the NFL did. You know what I'm saying? Because now that you putting the Confederate flag in NASCAR, might as well be they fucking emblem. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it might as well be their flag. Not the fact they use the fucking Confederate flag might as well be the flag. So, to, to see it go, man, that's huge, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's humongous. And I love to see it, man. I love to see I love to see the change. The big, that's real change. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to affect their company for the coming years for a long time. 
Because it's probably people that are pissed off about that. I know they keep saying nobody in the industry. I don't believe that, bro. NASCAR is built off that shit. Are you kidding me? It's, it ain't, I mean, now I feel custom. Giant loves cars. And I would literally was thinking about it. when he's old enough, if he's still into cars, I would like to take him to a NASCAR race. I've never been. And they seem like they're crazy and fun. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to go and fucking be around all these racist motherfuckers and put my son in that in that environment? So now with the Confederate flag gone, that kind of kill. It's going to be still something there, but it's the same as going to a Tennessee Vols game or a Georgia game. Like it's racist motherfuckers there, but they sure are cheering these black people on the field when they when they winning them football games. They cheering their ass on, but you know, let them get you know killed in the middle of the street by police, and you're not saying nothing. You know what I mean, like. If you, I just, it's ridiculous, bro. And it's crazy to think about that we are still dealing with this shit in 2020. But I love the, I love seeing um, more white people um, stepping up, speaking out, checking people. When you see it, you checking it. Even my close friends, they doing that shit. I'm, I'm getting hit up. Um, and I know a lot of black people like, hey man, don't hit me up on no like, what should I be reading? What should I do to do better? Like, I, you know, I. I can, I understand. Um, we we are not responsible for you learning how to. You know that's just. But I feel like it's when you are when you are learning, trying to learn something, and you know somebody in that field, you ask them what you know what what did they do to get there? What what they feel? What how is their opinion on something? So I don't really feel like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, I feel like you know you hit me up. I'm gonna I'm tell you how I feel, but that's never been. I mean, mo- all of my white friends, and I could probably say that, and that's why I, like I don't really, you know, I, I I have great white friends. You know what I mean? Because they they've allowed me to not really. I can speak my, you know, I can say things. I can speak my mind. I could. I I don't feel like I have to switch up and like be more proper and be more of a certain way around my white friends like I am with my black, I'm the same with both of my friends, and, and that is a, that's a testament to both sides, but for sure, uh, my white friends, for sure, and I, I and it's, it's good to see that a lot of them, or some of them are, are speaking up, and, and, um, expanding, and, and be willing to have the conversations, and, and, and be upset, and be emotional, you know what I'm saying, like, I love, do it, be emotional, because we emotional, you don't think I was emotional, seeing George, man, I damn near, Bro, Amaya Aubrey, like, had me willing to fucking... George Floyd had me willing to burn shit down. Amaya Aubrey had me in tears. You know what I'm saying? So that it's, it's emotional for me. It's been emotional for me. We have to harbor that shit. You know what I'm saying? So be emotional behind it. Um, and, and continue to do that. And, and I also want to say, um, before I slide, um, the city of Chattanooga, man, I haven't really spoke on the city in a minute. I've been speaking on all these national elements and all of that but the city of chattanooga man i am so proud of y'all man i'm proud of i'm proud of this shit i'm seeing real change i'm seeing um the big dogs getting questioned bro 200 200 something people um were on the city council um meeting they had them up to like midnight one o'clock in the morning from mid-afternoon because it was that many people wanting to talk and I love seeing that, bro. I really did. I, I love it. I love our leaders. Hey, man, listen, man. Y'all doing a great job, man. I, I, I know y'all, um, you know, I don't know if y'all hearing it enough, in my opinion. Marie, uh, C. Grimey, Steve Bedford, uh, J. Flo, 
Oh, shit, man. I'm seeing y'all all out there. KB, I seen you out there. CD7, I seen you, bruh. I seen y'all niggas out there. I seen y'all leading the way. Um, and, and it's wonderful, man. I, I, I mean, man, the city's just is really showing out right now, and I hope it continues, man. We got to get some shit changed around here. Y'all know how I feel about over-policing in Chattanooga. I don't know how many times I got to talk about that shit. Um, and and it's it's over with, bro. We gotta get some shit. We gotta get these old motherfuckers out of this out of these seats, bro. Y'all gotta go. It's over with. It's time for y'all to get up. Y'all been sitting in these seats for forty years, bro. At some point, you gotta give it up. Time to get up. You know what I mean? It's time for some change, man. This ain't the same America when you was twenty years old coming in sitting in the, in the council, thirty years old. This ain't the same America, bro. It's time for you to get up. You seventy now. We're looking at 50 year change, bro. Time, bye. But get up. You know what I mean? Get up out them seats. So, y'all testing that. Y'all out here really making a. I mean, the crowds have gotten bigger every night, bro, for the protest. And I see Maria and I see C. Grimey and I see them, I see them in leading the way. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's awesome to see, man. And I, I y'all, y'all keep it up, man. Do, keep fighting, man. I, I want to be out there more with y'all. I'm trying to get my schooling done right now. Not even making excuses, but I feel like. People know how I feel, man. I, I've been talking about this shit for year, a year and a half. This has been my one of my cornerstones of the podcast. It's just a black man's perspective on shit right now. So, like, I'm going to continue to use my platform and, and use my podcast, especially the live podcast, to create conversation and, and, and open up dialogue um, with people that may not be familiar with the black community or may not be familiar with the art community or may not be com- familiar with music or may not be familiar with, um, you know, these urban or not urban, but these like cultural things. And and that's that's what I want to do. But part of that is being a piece of this. And I'm going to use it as best as my as best as I can, bro. And, and I still have a goal of sitting down with Mayor Burke and having him on a podcast and really hitting him. Not hitting them, but like we have an honest conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's time to it's time to stop playing these parts, especially if you feel like, you know, especially listen, I'm gonna be hunting. If y'all if y'all which I'm I'm not for right now at all. Two parties I'm not. But if you're gonna claim to be a Democrat and be all about the people, then you need to have serious conversations with yourself and how we can affect black communities because you putting all these damn apartments up and, and pushing people out of you know pushing people out of what is normally considered the projects and and upping the price out to this side where all these white people moving in and not and moving out all the homeless people downtown without providing them no place to stay like if that's what you want then you you know better you know what i'm saying so it's it's time to sit down and have that real conversation um and i want to do that and hopefully i build a big enough platform to get to where we we sitting down with the mayor and we having that serious conversation but in the meantime man um y'all keep protesting man don't stop this shit keep that shit up bro i'm glad all the burning and all that shit slowed down and now it's just people in the streets with signs hundred thousand two hundred thousand three hundred depending on the city you in you know chattanooga y'all got market street full y'all got uh you know what i'm saying the the um North Shore, fool, you know what I mean? Like, I love that shit. So keep that shit up, man. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Inkies Live, my podcast. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to dive in uh, 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 as much as I can um, on different perspectives uh, that I'm seeing and and giving y'all more to listen to. Um, And, yeah, man, I holler at y'all. Peace. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Iggy from Iggy's Loud Mouth Podcast. I know everybody's down and out right now, bored sitting at home due to the COVID coronavirus, but what better way to make you feel better than a nice batch of Scooby Stacks or a nice joint of that loud mouth? Well, the Midnight Puff Express is currently offering delivery straight to you, including alcohol. Right now, all you have to do is go to their IG or Facebook, that's Instagram or Facebook, at the Midnight Puff and when you DM them directly, there's a discount code you can get off for 15% off. Just use the word LOUD, L-O-U-D. Tell them your boy Iggy sent you. Get you a nice package while we all sit at home with our families. Y'all take care. Be safe. All right. I'm out.